Okay, hold on. You're telling me there's a reason for all of this? You mean I'm not just a human? Here to just get by in this life? No, you're a light. And that's why you're here, right now, listening to us, the Seven Stars. Where each week, we bring you the energy of now, helping you understand yourself from the inside out, and providing you the tools and the relief to live this life free. Here is where the truth begins. Nobody knows me. I don't know how that song goes. Oh. Uh, nobody knows me like you do. Nobody gonna love me. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Everybody, you can turn your volume up now. <laughs> oh, it is March 2nd. Let's take yeah. that in for a moment. One year ago, me and Skylar arrived here in Greece. And unknown to us at the time, we were doing massive, massive, massive humanity work for the last 13 months. Um, we had our own personal resets, as did all of you guys. And what else uh, today kind of embodies is the end of the reset. So we have been on the reset since the beginning of February 2023. And now today we have literally imagined, walked through the portal or through the door. And whatever your reset is, you are now literally walking into the truth of you. So if you basically kind of like ignored your reset or didn't grow from your reset or, or only talked about the or reset, only talked about your reset, you now have the opportunity to clean it up. Um, it's kind of showing me even faster than obviously the 13 months because you can't ignore the things in which we're stuck and holding you back. So that that's today. Mm-hmm. Well, and you had said, come, I think it was like June, July, you're really not going to be able to ignore yourself. Well, there's and nowhere you can hide. There's no closets. Exactly. There's no covers. You literally cannot hide from the truth inside of you. Yes. And well, the, re- the reset will just get louder and louder yes. each month if you're choosing not to do anything differently about it. Yeah. Yeah. The first opportunity we had when we went through everything was the external. Mm-hmm. And the reset is putting us back in that stuff to go through it with the internal. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we have exactly. another chance to like really learn, to grow. So another wonderful opportunity, <laughs> as I like to call them, to just better understand who we are mm-hmm. and how we operate, which yes. is really, which is just an amazing thing mm-hmm. because you've already kind of have, you already have some sort of idea of how things are going to go and how things are going to progress and the choices you made before, mm-hmm. right? So now we can make those choices a little bit quicker, a little bit easier, or we can be like, you know what? I made this choice before and it was really, really hard. Mm-hmm. Right. So now I'm not going to make that same choice when it's presented to me. I'm going to make the different choice yeah. and see where that goes. Yeah. But I mean, even then, those are all a lot of like external things that we're talking about. But like internally, like I'm just going to treat myself better. Mm-hmm. I've, well, I've been talking about like, you know, you know, being nicer to myself now for the last year. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to start catching myself when I'm putting myself down. Well, we're going to take the action. Yes. And mm-hmm. the same choice might be presenting itself, but it's presenting itself so that you could go deeper inside of yourself. Well, now. and here's the thing. I tried to download the March energy report yesterday and I was told no, like that was the directive inside of me. I, and then Becca reminded me that in my work, 
I got the okay for tomorrow. So you might get two podcasts this week. Mm -hmm. Um, But one thing I want to say about the March energy is literally you are starting to walk into, and I did a video about this, um, the world that you came for not the world that you were born into. Now, with all these choices and all that stuff that we've been talking about, you are also in a choice year, okay? So 2024 is a choice year. Mm -hmm. And the biggest choice that everybody is starting to be presented with is either they're having an awakening, either they're realizing that they want to, you know, they just want something more. Well, it's choosing themselves. Choosing themselves. And that is the biggest thing that is happening right now is choosing yourselves and being free of all the bullshit that literally has kept you stuck. So you have to be able to clean up the stuff that you were born into. Yes, yes. And I did a post on this. It was like, you can't bring everything old with you in order to receive the new. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, what's really interesting about this time right now um, is very much how, like, COVID was, like, that fucking, like, quick axe cut and mm-hmm. the world changed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a little bit more drawn out than, like, this, like a quick cut, mm-hmm. but it was really quite quickly. Mm-hmm. Now we're almost reapproaching that same type of energy this where month. people are yes. so tired. Mm-hmm. They were so exhausted. There has to, uh, I mean... If you listen to your own conversations and the conversations you're having with friends, it's like there's got to be a better way. I just can't keep doing this anymore. I am just so tired of this. That's the inner choice to start moving forward into this new energy. And what Mm -hmm. you're tired of is personal to you, okay? It could be... It it, it is literally not tired of, okay, the news, okay? Mm -hmm. It's not tired of you know, economy and all that stuff. It's personal to you. You know what you quote unquote bitch about. You know what you complain about. You know what you long for. But the biggest thing that's happening right now off the hop without me even downloading the energy is that override of the addiction to fear, doubt, and hesitancy. Mm -hmm. So what we're so scared of right now, we're so fucking terrified of becoming who we truly are, which is the segue into what this entire podcast is about, is why are you in fear, doubt, and hesitancy? And why do you keep doubting yourself that you are here to be yourself, Mm -hmm. to impact everybody that you meet, to just live this amazing, awesome, fucking truthful life is because you have a clone. Mm-hmm. You have a 1.0. But we're going to call it a clone on this podcast because you need to hear that word. So there was a clone made of you. Mm-hmm. And that clone literally does not shut up. And that clone tries to stop you. And as Becca would say this week, have mm-hmm. you accepted it? Mm-hmm. Have you accepted mm-hmm. that you have a clone? Well, acceptance frees you of the fear because once you acknowledge it and you accept that it's there and you become okay with the fact that it exists Mm -hmm. it's almost like a a fog that begins to come down and it settles instead of just existing all around you it actually then finds a place to go and it can disperse Mm -hmm. right and our clone exists in victim abuser rescuer our clone exists fully in our wounds our clone is essentially just our clone is a non-believer well our clone doesn't believe in you the clone wants to keep you small 
The clone literally will do anything, absolutely fucking anything to get you to not believe in yourself, to Mm -hmm. get you to look at everybody else and say, nice for them, not for me. Everyone else is important. Everybody else has something to offer. Mm -hmm. What do I have to offer in the world? And the clone literally wants to keep you small. Now, a really good discovery with this that came in someone's session last night that I'm going to put out there for people is notice the things that perhaps you're repelled by right now. Are you actually repelled by it? Or is that actually the clone trying to keep you small? Mm-hmm. That's for you to, to investigate and decide within yourself. I'll give myself an example. And I know I used it on the last podcast. I haven't painted in probably like six weeks or five weeks. I can hear within myself that I'm repelled by it, that like, I don't want to paint. I don't paint anymore. And I've talked about it and I have yet to paint to Mm -hmm. see if that really is true. Mm -hmm. Because the things that we're meant to do, the things that bring us joy and creation and freedom, a lot of that is being like, I can't do it. There's a repel. Mm -hmm. There's something going on when it's actually your truth. Yes. Well, because what's coming to me and it's just like loud is... Our clones are products of the program. Of course. Our clones they are, are the program. of the program. They are so the program. This repel comes from self-sabotage because your clone doesn't want you to move away from itself mm-hmm. so that you can then embody yourself in your truth and in your light and a life of freedom, joy, peace, love, happiness, all the things. So that repel that you're talking about you have to do the inner work to at least challenge it, to at least try and give it a go. Because it's one thing to just sit and be like, oh, I'm repelled by this, or oh, I'm repelled by that. I don't want to do this, or I don't want to do that. You have to at least challenge it. Yeah, and you have to be able to recognize that it exists so that you can actually do something about it. And Go ahead, Skylar. I was just thinking, I cannot remember the name of this movie, so you're going to have to forgive me. And it's an old one, and I don't think a lot of people have seen it. It's got Michael Keaton in it, and he's a contractor, and I think he's married to Andy McDowell. I'm vaguely remembering. But in the movie, he gets cloned. There's, oh, okay. there's a clone one, clone two, okay. clone three, clone four, clone five. Okay. And I, or maybe not five clones. But essentially, he gets cloned. For the sense that way he can do like more jobs. He can have more free time. Mm-hmm. So that way his clone can do all of like the work for him. The, the work for him. Like the stuff that he doesn't want to do. Mm-hmm. So he can just like golf and hang out and you know play hockey or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And his clone is actually the one like um, at the job. The yes. one clone is taking the one. Taking the hardship. Well taking t- like doing the labor of the mm-hmm. manual labor okay. of construction. The one clone is the one who's actually hanging out with his wife. Mm-hmm. The other clone is like the one who's actually hanging out with his kids. Well, he just kind of like lives, lives his the life of Riley. Yeah. Li- lives his best mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. And what he actually comes to in the conclusion on it as is that living your best life is great, but you have to do all of these other things. Kind of like, you know, I, I love my job, so I'm going to do my job. I love my partner, mm-hmm. so I'm actually going to hang out with my partner rather mm-hmm. than just like avoid it and have it feel like such a chore. I love my kids, so I'm actually going to enjoy loving my kids. Being instead present. Of being present. present. Yeah. Instead of just like, I have to just so, so, so solely, solely? Yes. Singularly. Singularly, solely. <laughs> uh, focus on just me and what's best for me mm-hmm. because I am all of those things. I am the sum of my parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Okay, wow. sorry, I didn't mean to just drop off. Well, what, no, but what was that movie? I have no idea. I'll I don't know what it's called. We'll have to look it up. But isn't that the truth? Because people want to be able to avoid those parts of, say, their clone and not do the work within them to then get to that version that does get to live the life of like, oh, I can golf when I feel like it or so on and so forth. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like my partner's holding me back from being like the world's best PGA golfer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like those are sort of the things like maybe you do love golf, mm-hmm. but maybe you need to find a balance between actually like golfing and hanging out with your partner mm-hmm. or golfing, hanging out with your partner, hanging out with your kids. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, instead maybe- of working all the time and being mad that you're working all the time and you're tired, mm-hmm. like... Stop with the fucking overtime. Yeah. Stop maybe, working the weekends and make your family more of a priority instead of like working all week, working all the overtime and then like, hey, I need me time and then you just ignore everybody else. And maybe what it comes down to too is you have to realize that those parts just no longer serve you. So mm-hmm. Skylar's talking about all this spending time and doing whatever he just said. But where I'm coming at is maybe you realize that you your partner isn't part of the truth of you, mm-hmm. that your job isn't part of the truth of you. All these things are not the part of you. It was meant for the clone. It was meant for the clone. So you have to be able to understand that because there's that, you know, being present in your life, but then also all the stuff that Skylar just shared, you have to recognize, is that all part of the clone? Mm-hmm. Because the clone also literally will try and be a, a bamboozle you and be like, I need to have another experience. I need to go through all these fucking things with my partner or I need to do all these things. Let me just see one Let more time. Let me see one more time, <laughs> one more time, one more time. But the work right now is, is you literally cannot deny that we are on the other side of the glass and there's the left-hand side with the clones. And Beck and I just experienced this in real time and I have something I want to read to you guys. And this is to put some language to what is happening. And I know a lot of people are starting to experience this. So we just ran to like the 7-Eleven, what we would call a 7-Eleven. And I was sitting in the car, okay? And Skylar and Becca went in and this lady literally comes up to the window and the window's rolled up and she starts talking to me from the other side of the glass. And I was like, what the heck is going on? So I open up the door and she's speaking to me in Greek and obviously I don't understand. And then I just... I said, sorry, don't understand. She started speaking to me in English and she asked me if I had a smaller dog because she bought some dog clothes and they don't fit and she would like to give it to a smaller dog. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, sorry, whatever. And she's like, okay, have a great day, whatever. And then Becca is standing at cash pain and the same lady comes yes. up to Becca and says yes and so she comes up or I like went up and stood beside her and she was like oh hi how's it going I said great she's like small world haha like enjoy your time here <laughs> and then just walks out so and take I'm- that in everybody just pause for a moment because as a literal like human being with you know not aware you'd be like okay like Mm -hmm. brush it off you don't even fucking nothing and becca gets in the car and i said literally that is the other side of the glass Mm -hmm. meaning people are starting to feel people who are literally living on the right hand side who are living in earth too for old language who are living in that frequency they feel you Mm -hmm. they're coming up they're having these conversations it feels really random but this is what's happening Mm -hmm. and i want to give language to that because it's very very important for you not to brush that off and see the impact that you have by saying yes to you Mm -hmm. 
And I want to read something to you guys. And, you know, you can maybe scroll down the Instagram or maybe Becca will also share it on the podcast Instagram. But the 2023 yearly um, energy report, it came to me a couple days ago to read it. And it's literally for right now. Okay. And I'm just going to read this little blurb here. It says that um, there is one reality and the majority of the population is living in that one reality, which would be the left-hand side of the glass. Living with their faces on this side of the glass saying, let me in. With no real idea or reason of why they are talking to you other than a feeling. That they can, and that they can hardly make it out within themselves of why they're doing what they do. Then there's those on the other side of the glass, okay, Earth 2. This is the beginning of life now in this space, this world, and it's being built from the inside out. Every year from this time now will be the best year, not because of some external job, house, space, or the clothes you wear. Those are temporary ego hits, not happiness, and that doesn't exist here. It's a peace, a state of being, a fluidity that comes from single choices day in and day out. It's the words accountability that matches with personal responsibility and you cannot and will not sustain in this space without that being the way in which you choose and maintain to live. Here, we build the buildings this year. We put up the address signs, we plant the flowers and the trees, and we let the world know that we are here. We love ourselves amongst the bliss of ourselves. We enjoy the world on the other side of the glass as we walk amongst the same density objects as everyone else does too. But we see, experience, and most of all, feel them completely fucking differently. Mm -hmm. So take that in. Mm -hmm. Notice people that are coming up to you and maybe having conversations you know, you are it. You are holding a whole world inside of you. And you can imagine all the clones are starting to come to the glass. Mm -hmm. Me and Becca saw this in my work a couple days ago when I was helping bridge um, Earth 1 and Earth 2. And it's like, if you imagine it's like a movie that Skylar would watch and all the like warriors are coming to the edge of a cliff. Mm -hmm. That's what's happening. The clones are all coming to the edge of a cliff and imagine that there's a glass wall there and they can shatter it and walk the bridge to the other side. Mm -hmm. And that glass wall, who's standing there? You are. Mm -hmm. You are. Mm -hmm. And also that goes back to accepting that you have a clone because when you're standing on that glass, you're looking at a different version of yourself that's also fucking saying some shit. Mm -hmm. But the difference is if you're doing the work, that clone is now your friend. Mm -hmm. well, it's now your friend. Yes. And what's really coming to me now, it, I'm going back to the one podcast where we talked about um, like breaking up with yourself. And mm -hmm. now you have like your self as your ex. Yes. So now it's the acceptance that you have an ex. Right. You are seeing what this ex did for you, mm -hmm. all the stories that they may have had and everything, and you're actually getting to um, get to the root of a lot of those parts of your ex 
in the truth right. from an internal perspective now because we had to fucking break up with our ex yes in the external we had to because yes. it wasn't sustaining us and all the things mm-hmm. but now it's like we get to reflect and we've had the month of february to essentially you know either really really feel it inside of us or not well february was a choice month yes so what choices did you make in february mm-hmm. because the choices you made in february to be honest they're showing it to me are the bingo card for the rest of the year mm-hmm. So all the numbers that you placed on February are literally the bingo card for the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. And however that bingo card feels to you, maybe Skylar can break it down, but that's, that's really big to take in. What numbers did you put on your bingo card? Well, were you scared to dab some numbers and is it fucking blank? You didn't even dab. (laughs) You just created the bingo card in February by your choices. And some of the imagery that's, or some, some of the language I think that's coming to me is just like the bingo card, the dabbing of the numbers is being guilty of saying yes. Right. You have to understand lots of times we just can't see the connection and mm-hmm. we can't understand. So that person saying hi randomly mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. to the individual. Mm-hmm. But energetically, you in the cos- in the in the universal level, in the cosmic, your bingo card, in the biz- in the cosmic level, it makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. we just can't necessarily see the pattern. Mm-hmm. That is where you have to trust and you have to believe mm-hmm. in the work that you are doing. Well, and own yourself and mm-hmm. being conscious about your choices and your decisions, aware of your feelings in those decisions that you're making, mm-hmm. so that way you can really be aware of why you're saying yes or why you're saying no mm-hmm. and understanding that so that way you can have like relative ease mm-hmm. and understanding as we move through this energy and through into the remainder of the year. Mm-hmm. Well, and also with the choices too, it's like, you know, I feel like we've said this so many times, but it's a great reminder. It's, are you saying yes and debunking the fear inside of you? Are you saying yes and debunking the doubt? Or are you saying no and feeding the fear? Are you saying no and feeding the doubt? So it's like with every choice, it's that inner question of, am I debunking something here or am I just feeding something here? Well, and here's, and here's what's interesting. Cause you said yes to doing this and yes to doing that mm-hmm. and no to debunking the fear. But what if you're saying and this is where you have to have the consciousness and the awareness to notice the difference mm-hmm. as to the yes or to the no. Because mm-hmm. you can say yes, but you're saying it out of fear. You can say no, and you're saying it out of wounds. So you have to understand why you're saying yes or no. Hey, I don't want to go to that party, but you know what? I don't want to miss out on it. So yes, I'll go. Right? It's out of wounds. Well, yeah, there's an inner understanding of every single choice that yes. we make. Yeah, that's you know? obviously mm-hmm. a very simple example, but mm-hmm. you have to understand why you're making the choices you're making or at least be aware of the singular choice that you've made so understanding can come even further down the road or mm-hmm. in the moment. Mm-hmm. Well, all of what they just shared is literally because if you're not aware, you're living from your clone, just mm-hmm. straight up. Mm-hmm. You're living on the left-hand side of the glass. You're back in, I don't want to say back in that energy, but you have an umbilical cord attached or you have, you fully embodied that clone for a day or two or Well, the energy or has come into you to show you something exactly. for a reason. Mm-hmm. Energy doesn't just la-di-da enter into our body and mm-hmm. we're fucking doom and gloom victim to it. The energy enters in to 
show us something so that we can make a new choice. Mm -hmm. The energy comes in so that we can gain new awareness. The energy comes in so that we can have a different experience. So it's like if you find yourself getting to a certain space inside of yourself over and over and over again, what have you not done differently? Yeah, and and what I've seen the theme in mentoring for this is everybody can talk about it. Okay, of course, we can all talk about it, but we have to actually action it. Mm -hmm. So a lot of my mentoring is really helping people, you know, now birth out who they came here to be in the sense of like, I want to, you know, do X, Y, and Z. I don't know. I want to knit. I want to tattoo. I want to draw. I want to run a marathon. I want to become this teacher. I want to help autistic kids, whatever the case may be. But if you're not actioning the stuff within you that's coming up to do you're going to sit the clone is going to pull at you like something fucking Mm -hmm. wicked Mm -hmm. it just is so what Skylar's saying is you have to recognize what and how your clone operates and what your clone did so that when you're moving into the creation of you you're able to literally it looks like you know blow it up like a poof like Mm -hmm. it's like a bibbity bobbity boo and like mm-hmm. you just literally hit it and you can poof so that you can create that's the work yes and you know this thing came to me the other day and i'm just going to read it you're not living your dream life because you're literally living the life you don't want to live so mm-hmm. you want to live your dream life and you can sit here and say like i want to live my dream life okay cool but what action what energy what awareness and consciousness are you applying outside of the life you don't want to live Mm -hmm. to make that in take that in and Mm -hmm. we're them we we walk this we we literally live this where it's like you want the dream life we don't put any energy at all energy any anything into the life that we don't want to live Mm -hmm. and if we find ourselves in the life that we don't want to live which the three of us just walk that for a good solid fucking five months so that we can mentor on it and be the examples of it. Mm-hmm. We walk that so we could identify what no longer served us, which was part of clone, higher floors, all the things. But during that five months, we made choices to not put our energy towards the life that we didn't want to live. We put all of our energy to our new bingo card of where we want to go, our dream life, and be the example of that. And honestly, where we're sitting today, it's like literally like I'm like, what did we just walk? Because we feel so, I can only speak of myself, but I feel so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Well, and the one thing that's coming to me is like, you know, people listening to this might be victim inside of themselves of, oh, I don't know how. Oh, I don't know how. Yes, you do. You do. And the clone doesn't know how, but it's right there. You, you, you don't need to be a victim to what is showing up for you Mm -hmm. because as much as we were, you know, inconvenienced out the fucking yin yang the last five months and it was not easy. I don't think there was really a lot of being victim to the circumstance because we were ever victim. We we allowed ourselves to learn and to grow Mm -hmm. and to have the fucking awareness to be like, Hey, this is happening, but you know, good thing we're the creators of our life and we can make the choices in every single moment. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, with sometimes with stuff, with, with Oh my God, my words today (laughs) are just not there. A lot of the times with energy, we have got to like, Hey, I'm aware something is funny. Something is different. Mm -hmm. Something is off. 
I can't put a finger or a name on it just yet, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to go through this energy with awareness, with consciousness to see where it leads. But I'm going to go almost a little bit like hesitant so that way I can see instead of blindly trusting. Because if you want to live your dream life, it's not necessarily just a single choice you're going to have to make and then trust it's going to work out. Mm -hmm. What we can do is we can learn to trust ourselves with small, simple choices. Mm -hmm. You feel like wearing a certain set of clothes. You feel like wearing a certain set of shoes or dyeing your hair. Those are the small choices Mm -hmm. that lead to trusting bigger choices. Well, having conscious awareness is just paying attention to oneself and then paying attention to what's happening around you. But it's having, you have to trust in the feelings that come up to listen to those mm-hmm. yourself well, when they nudge to wear that outfit, wear those shoes. So that way when you get to the point, you get to something bigger, like, hey, you know what? I've been trusting and doing this work consistently. Now I'm getting the nudge that I need to either like quit my job, go back to school, whatever. You have, okay, like I, I know this feeling because a, a I, backup amount of trust I have behind a backup you. amount of trust yeah. behind you. I've built, a, I can understand the trust. So when I go to take this big, what feels like a big leap, mm-hmm. it's really not because you've done a thousand little steps to get to that mm-hmm. so-called big leap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the clone doesn't feel, the clone is very thinking heavy right now. And that's a really good indication that your clone is uh, visiting, okay, Mm -hmm. is you're very heavy into thinking, searching, planning, logistics. Because a feeling just comes out of fucking nowhere and you just trust it and you're clear and you just like know because it makes no rhyme or reason. The clone sustains off of an outcome. Yes. So if there can be a finite outcome the clone will absolutely love it. So it's like picking your life up and say, moving. The clone would make sure to have X, Y, Z first and have all of the safety on the other side of say, moving before making the choice. The clone, clone, you guys, is a computer program. The clone only operates from the computer program on which it's programmed to fucking follow. So if you literally are seeking and searching and... Um, creating from that space, everything is coming as a logical thinking thought pattern, you know, A to Z cause and effect. Mm -hmm. That's how you know your clone is visiting. You also know your clone is visiting is because you're really, really wrapped up in fear, just Mm -hmm. the straight up fear, fear that you're not enough, fear that you're not going to become anything, fear that, you know, I'm back where I started, all Mm -hmm. fear, 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 money, Mm -hmm. fear, fear. If you have any sort of fucking fear in your life, that is an indication that your clone is visiting. And that I'm using the word specifically clone is visiting because for every single person individually, that visit looks different mm-hmm. because depending on where you are within yourself and your own personal work, your clone could be sitting in the corner. Your clone could literally be, you know, in you. Your mm-hmm. clone could literally be down the street. I'm ta- your clone could be messaging you. That your clone is visiting. Mm -hmm. So the work right now is accepting that you have a clone that likes to visit, Mm -hmm. accepting that some of you are a clone right now listening, Mm -hmm. 
accepting that, you know, some of you really are addicted to fucking going on a little dance with your clone a lot. Mm-hmm. Once you accept that, then you can start living over on the other side of it. It's mm-hmm. like if you're leaving, you know, leaving somebody in a relationship, the biggest moment is when you accept that you're leaving, mm-hmm. well, you know, acceptance when someone dies, acceptance mm-hmm. changes you cellularly. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the saying? The first step to um, uh, admitting you have an addiction is admitting it or is accepting it? I can't. I'm butchering it. I'm really, really butchering. The first it. step to admitting you have the first step to healing is admitting, admitting you, you have, have a problem. problem. So the first step to yeah. healing is admitting you have a clone mm-hmm. and then accepting the fact that you have a clone and the work that comes with debunking the clone because this is how you change your life. Mm-hmm. This is really how you change your life. And I had a session, whether it was the last one that I had or the one before, and you know, Coco had said to me, she's like, you're doing the work to really accept that your clone exists. And I was like, wow, okay. So if I actually accept it and say to myself, okay, this feeling inside of me is true to some capacity whether it's my clone or whether it's me in this moment of now it holds truth if I can accept that that gives me fucking relief that brings me back to who I am and I get to choose what I do with that thing that is presenting the 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 certain amount of truth Mm-hmm. And I get to do it from a conscious point of view and then remove it from myself and move forward. Yeah. And I, um, I did a diagram the other day and I loved it so much. And me and Skylar kind of had an experience today when we were trying to build out our garden. And I was like, our garden literally looks like the diagram that I was doing, which was the left hand side of the glass. <laughs> and I drew up this diagram because it really shows um, how we put ourselves in boxes when we're in clone life. And we really just like have to have that safety of that, that box, that clone is really that container that you, you are trying to put yourself in where the other side of the glass literally looks like wide open, you know, garden, wide mm-hmm. open fields, fields just like whatever. a butterfly yeah. flapping so its wings. So you find that you're, you're confined, confined, you know, that, that very much is the clone life and, and it's okay. Like, mm-hmm. here's the truth of all this. Like, and, and I said this when I opened up this podcast, we are now in the world that we were born to be in, not the one that we were born into. So what everybody's accepting here and we're all fucking melting through is that we have to clean up the mess within ourselves of the world that we were born into. You decided this, you chose this, that's why you're here in this body of form. You can't be ignorant anymore. You can't deny that you were born into a clone world. You can't deny that the clone operates from a program. If you want to fucking turn your head and deny that the program doesn't exist, go right fucking ahead. But that's gonna keep hitting you. It's not going to stop now. We don't give a fuck about the program. I've said that now for weeks and weeks and weeks. We know it exists. We have the PhDs in how to help you thrive in a world that still has the struggle and the mess of the program. That's why we're here. Mm -hmm. We get to be the examples of life outside of this clone. Mm And outside of the program and understanding the program and why it has kept you so small all this time. And here's another thing that everybody needs to hear in the acceptance of the clone. 
all disease, all sickness, all fucking mental illness, everything that the body houses literally sits in the clone, not the truth of you. And that's the biggest fucking hidden secret of this world as a whole is that you could possibly reverse everything inside of you and live on the right hand side, but you have to sustain it. You have to own it and you have to live there and you have to trust it and believe it within yourself. And if you don't have that inner belief, if you don't have, exactly. If you don't have that inner burn inside of yourself to, to live a better life to some fucking capacity, you'll, you'll get pulled into the clone every single time. Video game. Yes. The Pac-Man will come and he'll be like, I see you now I can eat Mm -hmm. you and grab you and pull you back. And you'll do that dance as long as you need to. Mm-hmm. Nobody's judging you, but you don't have to anymore. And, and that's the foundation. So really, really look at this and see where your clone is to accept it. Mm-hmm.